0: among the first to die was bekovich himself he was seized stripped of his uniform and while the khan looked on brutally hacked to death peter's prologue Peter the Great was one of the greatest reformers in Russian history. When he became Tsar in 1682, he looked around at the rest of Europe and then inwardly at Russia and perceived a certain backwardness about his own country, and that drove him to try to westernize the Russian nation. The reforms of Peter the Great were vast and would have to be a subject of an entirely different podcast. But, I will quickly add that my favorite reform of his was to tax anyone with a long beard. Not much of a reform, but a fun historical nugget. Anyways, a lot of the reforms that he sought to implement were going to cost a lot of money. After all, many in Europe perceived Russia to be an entire century behind the West. And when we pick up our story in 1717, he is also in the middle of the Great Northern War with Sweden. And around that time, he hears that gold has been discovered on the River Oxus, known today as the Amu Darya. So Peter thought back to a few years before, when he had been approached by the Khan of Kaiva, who in return for Russian assistance in suppressing insurrection in his domains, offered to become a vassal state of Russia. He was dismissed at the time, for Peter had not perceived any value in protecting a city line 2,000 miles from his capital. Now, Peter uh, took a look at the map. He noticed that Kaiva not only lay directly on the banks of the Oxus, it was also about halfway between Russian territory and the crown jewel of Great Britain, India, with all of its treasures and wealth. And Peter here plays the first move, and it acts almost as a prologue to the game that ensues nearly a century later. Peter decides to take the Khan up on his offer. Sure, news and information travel a bit more slowly back in 1717 but showing up years after an invitation was extended was still quite the odd choice. Nevertheless, Peter thought he had a man for the job. A Muslim prince from the Caucasus was chosen to lead the expedition of 4,000 men. Prince Alexander Bekovich, a recent convert to Christianity. Bekovich and his men had some enormous challenges in their wake. The journey from St. Petersburg. Kiva today takes some 44 hours by car, and that's driving straight through no stops. That 44 hours encompasses a 2,200 mile long journey, or 3,500 kilometers. Obviously, while safe in Russian territory, once the expedition crossed into the Kazakh steppe and down towards Kaiva, he would have to contend with deadly Turkoman tribesmen and a 500 mile stretch of desert. It's the Russian Easter. Bekovich and his men are at Ostrakhan celebrating. Ostrakhan is a Russian city where the Volga meets the Caspian. As they awake the next morning, they begin their journey. As they make their way along the northern end of the Caspian, things take much longer than they were expecting, and they only end up entering the desert in mid-June. I don't know much about walking in deserts, but June does not seem like the time to do it. Many of the Russians in the expedition begin suffering from the intense heat. In August, Kaiva comes into sight. Bekovich sends ahead gifts, desperate to be allowed into the city. The Khan accepts, and even comes outside the walls of Kaiva to greet Bekovich and the Russian expedition. As the Khan talks to Bekovich, he explains that it would be impossible for the city to accommodate the 4,000 troops and asked if the Russians could be split into groups so that the villages surrounding the Khan's capital could ease the strain of feeding and entertaining 4,000 new individuals. Bekovich immediately accepts the Khan's proposal and tells his second-in-command, Major Frankenberg, to divide up the expedition into five equal parts and have the Khan's advisors lead them to where they would be quartered. Frankenberg, a skeptical, Worrisome fellow, objects to the order, and an argument ensues between the lead officer and his second-in-command. After a strong back-and-forth, the argument ends with Bekovich saying, One more word, and I'll have you court-martialed. Needless to say, he wins the argument. The troops are led to their separate quarters, and then the Khan gives the order, and the Russians are slaughtered. For Bekovic's fate, I will turn to Hawkirk. Among the first to die was Bekovic himself. He was seized, stripped of his uniform, and while the Khan looked on, brutally hacked to death. Finally, his head was severed, stuffed with straw, and displayed, together with those of Frankenberg and other senior officers to the jubilant mob. the 4,000, 1% of the Russians remained. According to the Khan's orders, the 40 survivors were to be executed. But then the Khan's akund, his spiritual advisor, intervened. The akund relayed to the Khan that the crime had been committed via treachery. Massacring these final 40 men would only provoke Allah's wrath. Thanks to this man, what happened to the expedition is not lost to time. The Khan relented. Some of the men were sold into slavery, while the others were left to make the arduous trip home. The Khan began to celebrate and to show off the head of Bekovich and the fellow officers to other rulers in the region. He even sent the head of Bekovich to the Mir of Bukhara, who immediately returned it, fearing a Russian retaliation. Unfortunately for Peter, this would be his first and his final move in the great game. In 1725, eight years following the expedition to Kaiva, Peter dies from a bladder infected with gangrene, which doesn't sound fun. But a story emerged, fact or fiction, that Peter, on his deathbed, issued an order, in order to all of his successors and heirs, pursue Russia's historical destiny, world domination. And for Kaiva, whose Khan was dancing with Russian severed heads, His actions would not be forgotten. Hello, my name is Alex, and I would just like to thank you for listening in. Uh, This is the first episode of The Great Game Podcast, a podcast about the great game. Um, just for anyone that has somehow managed to make it to the end, for the three people that have made it to the end, a little refresher for you, The Great Game was played primarily during the 19th century between Russia and Great Britain. Got the idea to do this from the book The Great Game by Peter Hopkirk. I'll be referencing his works pretty much in every single episode. Uh, The Great Game is, you know, not too much a part of popular culture now, so that's primarily the reason for me coming up with this thing. Um, There might be only one episode that I put out, or there might be another 100, or whatever it is. And surely, with as wide of a historical archive that the period of the great game offers, 100 episodes is not inconceivable. Um, But it does take a considerable amount of time, believe it or not. Uh, So again, this is my feeble attempt to bring attention to a romantic part of history that I really enjoy, where ordinary people, soldiers, and travelers journeyed across barren, hostile landscapes in an attempt to serve their countries, serve themselves, their own fortunes, or just their sense of adventure. This. Podcasts is about their stories. Uh, Regarding the um, story of Peter the Great and of Alexander Bekovich and the Khan of Kiva, this is the format that any subsequent episodes will take will just be leaning into the story side. Um, most of what I will be putting out here will be historically accurate, or at least accurate in the time. Uh, so take Peter the Great's deathbed order to conquer the world. Pretty much contrived BS by the British press, but an unbelievable tidbit to take away. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening, for the, again the three people out there and I hope you have a good day and look out for more bye bye